Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Strike Oppose Photo Booth Podcast. This is Jim, the tech manager, coming to you from the secret location under the train station. This week, we're going to talk about old school advertising. Now, everyone's familiar with AdWords and Google and Facebook advertising. We're going to talk a bit about some of the older methods that if you aren't doing them, you should incorporate them as fast as you can, because really... No marketing or presence campaign is complete if you're not incorporating all of these little tidbits. Before we get into that, though, I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to talk about the holiday season. The holiday season is upon us. We've just passed Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming, and then we got New Year's right after that. And this time of year is typically pretty stressful for people, uh, regardless of whether you're a worker or you're a business owner. Uh, whatever it is that you're doing. And it's for a number of reasons, but stress does creep up uh, this time of year more so than any other time. As a booth owner, what you're looking at is a lot of holiday parties, holiday events. You're trying to get your own holiday things in gear in your personal life. And, you know, things really start to just start grabbing you from behind. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what it is to deal with a business in a stressful time. Essentially, you've heard the, the old adage that, you know, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So while operating your own business can certainly be construed as running a race, the comparison of a sprint and a marathon really doesn't do it justice because it's not a sprint, it's not even a marathon, and it's not even like an Ironman. What I would equate this to is running your business, if you're looking for a race to compare it to, would be the Tour de France. Now, These are world-class athletes who are doing an enormous amount of of work, really just pushing themselves, and it's it's grueling. But that race is not like a marathon where it's just spread out over several hours. This thing lasts for days. And these racers, they start out the race, and they have a goal. They have to reach a certain point by the end of the day, and they push themselves to get to that point. Once they reach that milestone, that marker – then they rest and recuperate for the next day. And this is the part that a lot of people seem to miss out on when they're running a business. It is a lot of attention. It is a lot of mental and physical effort to put into it because you're going all the time. The thing that we need to be conscious of, especially right now, is in in this stressful holiday season, is to basically find your stopping point. Find the point where you're going to take a break because it is really important to take a break. Taking a break means that you pick some time, whether it's a whole week or several days during the week, you know, over a couple of weeks, whatever it is, do your part in the business. And then it's time to step away. And we've heard different terms from this now, becoming unplugged and you know, turning off your phone, staying away from things. Really what it comes down to is it's taking time for yourself. Because if you do not have time to reinvigorate yourself, let your mental and physical muscles rest to let your ideas flow and and relax, you're not going to be able to regain focus. You're not going to be able to keep punishing yourself in that fashion. You're going to end up with burnout. It's really important to understand downtime, time away from the business, can be one or two evenings. It can be a weekend. You could say, you know what, I have been jamming this for seven months. I'm going to take a weekend. I'm going to have no bookings. And... I'm, I'm going to focus on me. Now, there's a couple of things that you can do 
aside from focusing on you to help your business as well. And to do that, you need to understand there's two basic concepts. There's working in the business, and then there is working on the business. So working in the business is basically what you've been doing. You're taking bookings, making phone calls, doing your events, uh, setting things up, all that good stuff. But you need to also, in that downtime, find time to work on the business. And this is the time when you're resting and you're just letting things flow. You start to think of your strategies and your tactics. How are they going? Do you need to readjust? Is there something new that you could do? Is there a pivot that you could make uh, in your strategy to take you closer to where it is that you want to be? Any forecasts that you have, your um, projected income level at this point, are you there? Have you surpassed it? Uh, any kind of plans that you've been thinking of, given their due time away from everything else, so not between events, but in this downtime where you are, you know, relaxing and really focusing on yourself and then allowing these things to come naturally. You don't have to force them. Forcing them is basically like being right back in the thick of it, working in the business. So the other thing you can do is, is work on skills building. We have talked a lot in previous episodes about various things you can do, not the least of which is learning how to do your own templates in in Darkroom, learning different software, so Photoshop for graphic design. If you want to take on your own website, you're thinking about, you know, I want a different website, I want to do different things, well, spend some of this downtime learning skills to do that, learning how to do WordPress and, you know, basic website design. These are things that as you develop them and practice them, they're, they're just going to help you in the long run. And another thing you do is do your research. So if you're not focused on skills and you really just need to, you know, step away from it all, use that time to do some research, do some passive browsing uh, on the web, you know, see who your competition is. Try to get an idea of what's going on um, around you in terms of your business. Any kind of practices, fads, you know, whatever's going on around. This is the perfect time to do that because you're detaching yourself from actually running the business for a bit and you're just kind of letting your mind do its own thing. Now, these are important things to do, but on occasion, all of this should be set aside briefly and just allow yourself some me time. And don't think about any of the strategies and tactics and uh, taking courses and so forth. You know, take a whole day once in a while just for you, just to sit back and let it all drain out, rebuild yourself, re-energize yourself so that the next day you can pop right back into it with fresh perspective, feeling good and invigorated, and, you know, shaking off the stress. So really, let's try and the rest of this year, try and focus on those moments where you can just kind of get away from it all. Because again, running a business is hard enough. And in the holiday season, there's the shopping, there's holiday family plans, you know, all this stuff. So try and separate yourself from it for a little bit, pull yourself together, make yourself healthy, physically and mentally. And that will just pay off in the end because you're going to be able to keep pushing through on this business with renewed energy levels. And when it starts to get a little burdensome, do it again. Take another day, a little break, and just reset yourself. All right. 
So now let's get on to some old school advertising, uh, the things that are often overlooked in this digital age. And uh, as we keep going, a uh, lot of activity at the train station today, so might be some background noise. I apologize for that. Uh, they're quite busy. Old school advertising is pretty much everything that does not have to do with the digital world. Okay, so like I said, we have uh, Facebook campaigns, we have Google AdWords, we have a number of methods to uh, advertise online. And we're going to get more into those in another episode. They are a, a valuable, they're extremely valuable. And a lot of people, though, when they get these things going, that's kind of where they stop. They're like, okay, I've got my campaigns and everything set up, now I'm going to kick back and let it happen. If you do that, you are missing out on a world of opportunity. I mean, a complete world of opportunity. Because remember, up to about 15 years ago, none of this stuff was available. Anybody who achieved any level of success had to do it solely old school. And that's what we're going to talk about. So let's talk about some of the things that have come up in the past. We, I have mentioned business cards, having those out when you're doing an event. If it's a free promotional event, you should especially have some business cards out on the table if you're not handing them out in addition as well. Brochures, flyers, these are things, simple print media. We talked about how easy it is to, you know, come up with some of these things. They don't have to be elaborate. You don't need to hire a graphic designer. These are just in the hand, in the moment things that you can do to spread the word. Because if you give a business card or a flyer or a brochure to somebody, what will eventually happen is they will take it with them. So that's for that person. But when they have it, someone else might see it. So if they have a flyer at home, it's laying out. And you know, there's just a lot of possibilities on getting other people's eyes on this print advertising. And it's marketing because you're letting them know that you're there. The next step up from that is it, take out some space in local print. So local magazines, local newspapers... Find a space in the entertainment section. Find some advertising space. It uh, doesn't have to be a huge ad if they, they have them grouped together. There's a lot of places that have entertainment industry ad sections. Throw an ad in there once in a while, particularly during local or seasonal events. So we have our, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving. But a lot of areas have some, you know, specific local events that take place. That's the time to get your name out there in print. And speaking of print, one thing that is overlooked a lot is the local school newspaper. I cannot tell you how much business I got just by advertising in the high school newspaper, especially around senior portrait time, um, buying an ad, running it. And it depends. Different high schools have it once a month paper, once a week. Uh, I was fortunate in the area I was in. They were very into the newspaper program, uh, journalism program, and they ran it three times a week. So I got quite a bit for my money in terms of advertising. Now, while for a booth, senior portraits may not necessarily be the thing that grabs them. You do have graduation. So advertising the last two or three months before school is out is going to get you in people's minds for graduation parties. Uh, and it doesn't have to be high school graduations. People celebrate uh, getting out of the freshman year, just, or, you know, end of the year celebrations, anything like that. You're going to miss the opportunity 
to connect that moment with your entertainment service if you're relying solely on uh, online words and campaigns because not everybody has access to them. I point that out a lot in the past that while it's extremely important to have a digital presence and to have a story to tell in a digital format for that whole world, there are a small handful of people who have no access to that whatsoever, or if they do have access, they aren't involved enough to stumble across those things. And that's just how it is. And you're missing out on those people. You're excluding them by not offering some form of advertising or marketing that is in a medium that they have daily exposure to, which is usually print. Another print method or uh, format to get into, aside from the school newspaper, is the yearbooks for the high schools. Some middle schools have yearbooks as well. The reason people advertise in those is because the kids, they get those yearbooks and people look at them frequently, at least for the, the, the following six months after graduation. They're always busting them out, looking for memories, looking at who signed what, looking for pictures. And your ad presence in that medium is going to expose you to people as they do that. So school newspapers and yearbooks, excellent way to get your advertising presence out there. In working with the schools, schools have calendars and they're usually online. So you can find out what are the upcoming events for that school. If there's something that's going on that you think, oh, you know, hey, I think I would be more fun if there was a booth. So say they have some kind of a dance. Go ahead and give them a call. That's the other thing is you got to be calling people. Can't just, you know, send an email. Uh, calling is really the best way to get through and make a connection. So, you know, call them up and say, hey, I see you have this uh, under the sea dance coming up in May. Um, you know, do would you be interested in a photo booth? This is what I offer. You know, I think this would be great for the kids and for that event. And from there, you go on with your normal sales building techniques. And the thing is, even if it's a pass that particular time, the more you keep calling on events and making yourself known to them, the more likely you are to get a yes, a confirmation for an event uh, that you can do. And that's one more booking, one more type of event that you do under your belt and uh, something you can keep pursuing in the future. Establishing those relationships is really important. So, you know, put in the effort for the phone call, do some calendar research, uh, even when calling uh, and asking about uh, yearbook or uh, school paper advertising. Make sure that you already know what some of the events are so that during that conversation, oh yeah, but before we go, um, I noticed you have a sophomore dance coming up. Uh, would you have need for a photo booth? Or, you know, push your usual sales spiel, uh, whatever you've put together. We've talked about that. Have something in mind to throw at them uh, to land yourself a gig. And speaking of gigs, sometimes it takes a gig to land a gig. So we have talked about this before also. A lot of organizations in every community that have events going on, be they picnics, breakfast, uh, pancake breakfasts, uh, fundraising drives, book donations, you name it. A lot of these organizations don't have a big operating budget to spend on a photo booth. So contacting them and saying, hey, for you know my normal price, I can give you, uh, you know, you can hire a booth. 
you'll probably get a pass on a lot of them because really it's all they can do to get enough, get enough money to make the pancakes for a pancake breakfast. So what I've always recommended is carefully pick some places in times where you will donate two hours of your booth to their event uh, or three, you know, whatever you feel like. Because in that time, this is when you really start pushing the business cards, flyers, brochures, whatever you have printed, and more than anything, word of mouth. And you do that by engaging the people like never before. So this goes beyond being an entertainer, as we talked about in the past, for your event. This is you in full-on sales mode. Because when you're doing a free event, you are promoting yourself. So now you got to put your promotion hat on and really make those connections. Really sell yourself sell the booth and the experience and everything that you have packaged to everyone who's there and really, you know, do it shamelessly. You're there for free. Everybody kind of has a hint who's involved. Uh, they have a hint that why you're there is to get yourself out there more. And this is just an awesome opportunity for people to see things firsthand. They're not going to do a search on the web, come across your website and, you know, go through that. They're going to have more to base their judgment on because you're going to send them away with an experience. So don't underestimate the value of giving away some of your time for these organizations to advertise yourself. Now, one of the most overlooked old school methods of marketing and advertising really doesn't have anything to do with being in the moment and getting your name out there, giving a card, a business card in someone's hand or a flyer or doing an event and making sure you have your business name drilled into people's heads. One of the biggest aspects of old school advertising involves basically just the old school practice of research. I'm not talking about just going online and, you know, getting a list of um, schools in the area or whatever it is that you're researching. To do some real research, you got to make some phone calls to places. And doing that, you're going to end up establishing a light relationship with a lot of local organizations one of which being the local chamber of commerce. It is always good to have a conversation with them. In fact, I would say instead of just calling them, take time to uh, stop in if you can, if you can afford to have that kind of time, stop in and talk to them. Becoming a member of the local chamber of commerce is really good for you because anytime they sponsor an event um, or some kind of benefit or whatever, you're automatically going to be included in the members of the chamber who are mentioned in advertising. Uh, it also gives you an opportunity to be a premier advertiser or sponsor uh, of a particular event. But getting out and conversing with people in these kinds of organizations, be it uh, Chamber of Commerce, some places have uh, small business groups where you know local businesses get together and they might do events as well, or they might just even have some sort of a flyer that they put out, uh, you know, three-page paper that goes out every three months, you know, like the coupon papers. All of this is, a, is of importance to you because it's taking what you're already doing online and it's translating it into the real world. And every avenue, no matter how small it may seem, is a potential revenue stream. And revenue streams are basically what it's all about, whether you're looking to make pocket money or this is your primary source of income. You're, you're foolish to not explore every single thing that you can do. And if, even if that means cold calling uh, organizations 
to see if they have anything coming up because you can't find a calendar online or they don't have a publication that you can look at, but you know they're out there, call them, see if they have any events coming up. Would a photo booth be of any interest to them? A great way to uh, find out who these people are that don't have an online presence uh, and don't have any kind of uh, print advertising going on is a lot of cities have event calendars sponsored by the city, local city government. And a lot of these places will have an event booked on the calendar. It might even be just at the local library. Okay. But this is how they get out there by putting themselves on these calendars and having these events. So people come and recognize them and you know, that grows uh, their purpose and uh, goals as well. So be a part of that. Yeah. Try and get in there and talk to them, uh, establish relationships and remember, every time you do this, the, the one benefit to an old school method is if you're talking to somebody and they're like, ah, you know, I don't think so, not this time. You have set the groundwork for next time. Next time, maybe not this time because you're going to get passes. I mean, that happens. You know, the idea is to get as few as possible. But, you know, you're not going to grab this booking, but you have a relationship with them. You've talked with them. And between now and the next time you reach out to them, you have time to formulate based on your experience. How am I going to approach this? Was it just a matter of this isn't really the kind of thing a photo booth would be appropriate at? Uh, is it a monetary issue with them? Uh, do they not have the budget? Uh, was it my approach? You know, revisit all these things. And this is something you should do anytime uh, a booking uh, slips away is revisit that whole thing. And was there absolutely anything that you could do to change the outcome of that had you done it differently. So reviewing that process, that's, that's old school too. always be aware. So again, taking it old school, personal interaction, having physical things to hand out to people like cards and flyers, uh, making phone calls, having people know your name and your business name when they pick up at the other end, you know, Hey, this is John with a surprise photo booth. Like, oh, yeah, John. Hey, how you doing? You have that relationship. And these are also people who, again, if they pass, okay, because you have that interaction, maybe for their particular event, that particular moment, this isn't a good fit, but they might know someone who would be interested. That would be a good fit. They have a friend who's got a birthday and that they're going to be your town crier. They're going to be the ones who say, oh, you know, that's funny because just earlier today or yesterday, I was talking to John from Surprise Photo Booth. Um, I have his information. Tell you what, let me get that to you and give him a call. I think a photo booth would be great for XYZ. This is all only ever going to benefit you. So exploring these things is it's just going to educate you and you're going to figure out, well, what will work best and uh, you know, maybe your school doesn't have a newspaper. Maybe they don't allow advertising in their yearbooks. I mean, everyone's different, but you know, don't let one stoppage halt you in your tracks. So if you run into a bump, okay, can you overcome it? Well, if not, then just move around it. Maybe you can circle back and revisit it another time. But the most important thing is to just keep going. And that's the whole thing with old school. It's pounding the pavement. It's, you know, working your fingers uh, or your thumbs these days, dialing numbers, whatever it has to take to get you out of your chair and get out there, just, you know, do it. 
motivate yourself to do these things. Make these contacts, make yourself known, and at the same time, expand your understanding of your local market and all of the avenues that are available to you. It may even inspire you to come up with your own. So say there isn't a small business of flyer that goes out once every three months. You might be the one to realize, you know what? I think I would benefit from that if I could get uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight these businesses to go in with me to cover the cost of publication. We can advertise uh, as a group, and it'll be cheaper, and we're reaching people who we would otherwise miss out on. Not to mention, you're going to be establishing relationships with fellow small business owners, and one of the things that uh, I actually created a business for was arranging partnerships between local businesses. Now, this was a very long time ago in the early 90s, and essentially what I did in speaking to these other businesses for uh, other issues, I realized that there was a, a service that was not in existence for them that would help them. So I basically created a pr small promotional company, and I just formed partnerships between companies uh, or small businesses uh, local to the area so like the local pizza joint and the local video store. I help them work out promotions for each other. Um, coupons, if you buy an X size pizza here, you get X number of dollars off at the video store. So many rentals and you get a coupon for you know pizza. So a partnership that would drive business between the two of them and you know a mutually agreeable arrangement in you know, how much um, would each one be responsible for, for reduced prices and so forth. Now, you don't have to do anything that elaborate, but you you can forge partnerships with people and, you know, you can have your advertising in maybe one of their stores, things like that. So this really, this whole world of simple things like personal connections and, you know, doing some physical work, even if you have to track down a phone book and look through the yellow pages for under entertainment, under charity, whatever. These are things that you can do to further your uh, business potential, your, your income potential, uh, and exposure to customers. So to summarize all this, let's wrap it all up. Uh, first thing you need to do that you should have, regardless of whether or not you're going to do the old school advertising uh, approach, you should always have business cards and possibly flyers or brochures uh, to have with you at events because the strips are often not going to be enough. A lot of times they don't want you to have your information on the strip, uh, depending your approach on that. It may or may not be on there. But having the cards is extremely important. So make sure you have those. Make sure you have some print materials to reinforce your presence when you're out there. Find some print media. So it's a local magazine, local thrift newspapers, uh, school newspapers, yearbooks, things like that. Uh, see if they have available space. Most of them do. And work with them and come up with an ad. It doesn't have to be a graphic ad. Anything like that it can just be text. As long as you are in a medium other than online, you're achieving your goal of hitting that old school market and reaching out to those people who would otherwise not find you. Search for and contact local organizations, uh, local chamber of commerce, uh, any kind of local business groups, charity institutions, churches, social organizations, any of that. 
strike up a dialogue with them. See if they have an online presence where you can get their calendars. Uh, go ahead and look in, in the papers and stuff we talked about before. See if there's anything in there. Look for events because that's where a lot of these places are going to advertise as well. Uh, you know, what can you find? What can you reach out to in terms of an organization? And go ahead and do that. You know, do the research, find the contact, get names if you can, and make that phone call and see what you can work out. Then we have calendars for the local governments, local cities. What do they have? Who is advertising on there? Is it an event that you can get in on? Is it an organization throwing an event that you want to contact? So again, that goes back to let's dial some numbers, get some names, and uh, make some bookings. And then lastly, get out there and socialize with your fellow entrepreneurs, your fellow business owners. Look for organizations, get-togethers, anything like that for the owners of businesses that you can become a member of or at least go visit, uh, strike up dialogue with folks, uh, exchange ideas. Uh, but more importantly, these things will help you support one another. And uh, at, at the very least, you may find a partnership possibility. Getting the dialogue going. That's what old school is all about. It's personal relationships and Personal relationships don't have to be between you and your customer. It can be between you and anybody or anything that can help you grow your business and you can achieve your income streams far more successfully than just sitting back and letting algorithms and web pages do it for you. Putting that all together, you have a complete old school advertising approach to growing and maintaining your business. Okay. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, before I go, I just want to reiterate what I said in the beginning on finding time for yourself. Remember, this is the Tour de France. You are out there rocking it, and you need to schedule in those burn-down moments where you can recuperate, recenter, refocus, reinvigorate yourself, re-energize yourself, and then hit the next day's race full on. And if you keep that pattern up and you allow yourself that recharge time, then, you know, once again, the business is more fun, more engaging for you and uh, roll all of that uh, engagement and reinvigorated energy into some old school advertising. And you're going to build a support circle, a circle of connections that's going to help your business and uh, just keep propelling you forward. So if you have any thoughts or comments on this week's episode, go ahead and reach out to us, uh, podcast at sappb.com. Uh, if anything you want to hear on future podcasts, uh, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to share, uh, experiences, go ahead and send it on in. Be glad to hear it. So that's going to do it for this week. I'm going to wish you all great success. I hope you find that relaxation in the stressful time. And uh, give yourself time to uh, take a breath. And until we talk next time, to all of you, happy boothing. Mm -hmm.